podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Good evening and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers Transferred Agenda Show. We have a few different faces on with us tonight, uh, which is which is good. You know, he's get bored of looking at Grizz and Shawnee all the time, I'm sure. Tonight I'm joined by Andy. Andy, how are you? Oh, good. How are you, Keith? Excellent, excellent. Andy, do you want to show the listeners and the viewers there what you're wearing there? A nice spanky new Nike Liverpool top, is it? Oh, yeah, Vapor version. Of ah, that, Vapor. So, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't have anything else, would you? Yeah, you have to, kind of go, up, you have to go up a half size. So you know, is that it? Yeah, 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 that's yeah. it. Extra large boys for you, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, only the best. None of that tenement stadium stuff for you. Only the good oh, stuff. No, 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 no. Wouldn't be caught. Wouldn't no. be caught just in case. Would lower yourself. Well, that's it. You never know who you'll meet. Yeah. No, no. uh, but you know, these these are the, the sacrifices you have to make. Straw is joining us it. tonight. Yeah, Straw, how are you, my friend? I'm all right, you. Good, good. We haven't spoke to you in a while. It's good to get you back on. Yeah, it's good to be back on, man. It's been a while. Excellent, excellent. Well, you're back with us now, so you know the the, the viewers will have to familiarise themselves with that lovely mank draw that you have. It's <laughs> it always goes down a tree. People think you're an undercover, but we know better than that, don't we? Yeah, and we're yeah, that's it. I'm delighted to be joined by Mr. Phil Egan. Uh, Phil, for any Irish fans, are probably familiar with um, Off the Ball. Phil works for Off the Ball and the Ian Dempsey Show. Phil, how are you? Very well. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Oh, delighted. Like we said, a pleasure to have you on. Um, as I said, what, we usually have the same four faces on this, and I'm seeing the chat there. People are looking for Grizz and all. Well, he's not here tonight. We've, uh, we've upgraded. We've got. Uh, about that panel tonight than we usually have so no pressure on the lads here well I've got um, Grizz's notes anyway so we're safe well that's it well yeah. I was only going to say Andy Grizz gets all his information off you and anyway so you know I think I've got Grizz's notes that I normally give to Grizz so yeah there you go yeah. that'll do that's all they need that's all they need um, lads a few uh, we'll get started right so Everyone's been watching the news. I know there's a lot going on. The transfer merry go round is starting to pick up pace a bit now. And we were speaking on Tuesday night myself, Shawnee Grizz and Gav, saying that it's only going to take a few dominoes to fall to start the whole thing moving. Um, and I'm going to come to you. How do you do? You think Liverpool are going to start doing their business soon, or are we all building ourselves up for a bit of disappointment? What do you think is going to happen? Um. Yeah, I mean, I've I've maintained that they they'll make some signings from the beginning anyway, despite them kind of playing things down in the media about having no money. But we all know they have money. But Liverpool won't be bent over a barrel uh, like a lot of big clubs when it comes to spending. 
And uh, we seen with Jamal Lewis, they were prepared to pull out and go for plan B. We went for plan B loads of times if the deal wasn't right. So if the things aren't perfect, Liverpool won't do it. Um, and I'd much rather that than desperation. We just hit, it has to be that player, doesn't Whoever comes in, uh, once they're on the list and Klopp's happy, they'll perform. So I'm fairly confident they'll make a couple of signings. Look, we've sent it back uh, to cover. We've done our left back. I think Thiago's very much up in the air. It, a lot depends on what's going to happen with Wijnaldum. With Wijnaldum. Uh, reports coming out now, there's no intention on signing. Uh, sorry, extending. So I think Thiago, if a deal can be done, will happen. But I don't think they're going to scrimp. I just think that things have to be right. We've seen with Jamal Lewis, as I said, um, they were prepared to walk away uh, despite Norwich moaning over it and uh, delivering skips outside that field. <laughs> they weren't too happy. But we moved on and if we need another midfielder and Thiago doesn't happen, they'll, they'll move on as well. Look, there's very it's very rare um, that you'll say in your you know your support and the club life that you can fully trust them and trust what they're doing and their methods. So um, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, I, I, I'm going to be happy either way, I'll be honest. Yeah, exactly. Phil, I'll come to you now. Um, and as Andy touched on there, we, we've got the left back covered in that we desperately did need um, it was a gaping hole in the team just to have a left footed player um, to cover and support we do need a centre back do you feel we need a centre mid or do you feel that's a luxury that we're going for and could that impact on us maybe upgrading in the front three or can we do it all do you think well you'd love to do it all but if if you were prioritising I think you're kind of looking at maybe Attacker, centre half, and then midfield in that order. But obviously, if Thiago is available, I think you go and get him because yeah. watching him in the final last week against PSG, he was one of the best players on the pitch. Gives you something different. See, the season we're heading into is just going to be unknown territory because short turnaround, no crowds at the games. I know bit by bit crowds will start coming back, but you're not going to get that raucous Anfield atmosphere that you that the club success has been built on. And there's going to be such a, a quick turnaround in games that the midfield area is is the engine room where, you, you know, he's not going to change too much in terms of the front three, but he's going to keep rotating, I think, in that midfield three. And that's why I think Thiago is a nice little bonus to put in there. We've been saying it for a couple of years now, expecting big things from Naby Keita. You see glimpses and you kind of, you rub your hands at the prospects of what, Keita can do but then he kind of seems to go one step forward two steps back so we don't really I don't know if you can fully trust him just yet um, obviously Henderson will be back in if Thiago comes in he doesn't have to play every game I, I personally think Oxlade-Chamberlain the best game he's played for Liverpool was that Atletico game he played in that midfield three I don't really like him playing in the, the front three and then if you're looking at a centre-half, obviously Fabinho can be used as a cover. Don't forget he played there against Bayern Munich in the, the nil-all draw at Anfield when Van Dijk was suspended. So if they didn't sign anyone else, I still think Liverpool would be in good shape. But it's funny just how the transfer windows now, it's almost as if awards are handed out for how you do in a transfer window. The perception out there that if you didn't buy anyone that you know, you're doomed to failure. If you drop a few points early on, then straight away they question you. I think some of the rivals are are going to find that out soon enough as well. 
Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's a very good point. It's it, so many people are focused on on winning transfer windows uh, with and ignoring the success we're having on the field. It, it's a crazy time, you know. I'm sure if Twitter was around 30 years ago, it probably would have been the same. But my God, it, it's a cesspit at the moment for fans. Um, Stroud, do you, do you echo what the lads are saying there or what's your take on how Liverpool will approach the transfer market? Do you think they need a few more bodies or what do you think? Um, I think I think we definitely need to go out and get Thiago if it's available, similar to what you said. Because if you look at Thiago as a player, he's something we've not got and it's something we've not had for a while. Someone who can pit the lock of a defence, he can control the game, control the pace of the game, can dictate it. I mean, you look at the PSG game, for example, and you look at... Um, the semi-final as well against Barca he, he ran things with his eyes closed and going back to Barcelona he was the heir to, to Xavi and he was the next big thing there and for me he's a, he's a generational player and if he's available whether it's 25 million 30 million I just think going into the season like you said because of the unknown and stuff like that, I think we do need to go out and get him because listen people the teams in the around us are going to strengthen uh but it's funny you, we're talking about the whole our oh, people are now winning trophies for um, for the best transfer windows and stuff like that. But who did realistically? Who did we sign last season? Set Van der Berg. Who else? Harvey Elliott yeah, and Adrian. Yeah, and that's <laughs> what I mean. And funny enough, the season four we finished one point high, and every single rival fans, United fans around Manchester, City fans around Manchester, Evertonians were like. Oh, you aren't going to do anything because you've not signed anyone. Blew that out of the water, didn't we? So it's hard. At the end of the day, it's, you look at what FSG have done, you look at what Edwards and Klopp's doing, is whatever they decide to do, 100% trust, because for example, what they do, the club's in the best position I've ever seen it in my lifetime, regardless of how it's run top to bottom. So, yeah, would it be nice to get a few people in? Yeah, if we don't get a few people in, am I concerned? No, because I trust the process in look at what Klopp's done for the past few years so it's hard not to trust what he's going to do that's very true it's very true you know people lose sight of of the the work that Liverpool FSG Michael Edwards the whole lot of them have done to transform Liverpool you know Klopp gets all the credit and rightly so because he's a unique manager and without Klopp you know the FSG model isn't as successful as as it is currently but it, it it is a you know it's the club as a whole from top to bottom are going in the right direction and there's that old saying you know that you Gav, you know Gav says it quite regularly you, you build from a position of strength and you strengthen when you're there that's the old way of doing things it's the way Alex Ferguson used to do it you know it all the time but Klopp likes a small squad he likes a familiar squad and you're going to come back to you um, do you think Liverpool are the exception to that rule like if Liverpool go into the season with just Simicast, let's say, would you think that it's it's enough for for the season ahead, or do you think they just need to freshen up a lot of miles and legs of players? Do you need does it? Do you think does it need to freshen her up a bit? Not necessarily. I think last season, as as we said, uh, they didn't really make any significant signings. Minamino came in in January, which which strengthened us. Uh, we started to see a little bit of Naby Keita. I don't like using the term. Uh, like a new signing but if you have players like Minamino and Kate all of a sudden up to speed they, they effectively are brand new signings they're players you can come in and you can trust a lot more to do a job 
whether that's Minamino coming in and giving Bobby a break and offering something a little bit different. Um, and Bruce started hitting a bit of form when he was on loan. Like, I think we're probably a little bit stronger going into the season, maybe with the loss of Lovren. I know he's not a fan's favourite, uh, but we probably do need a centre-back um, to replace him. But no, not necessarily. I think the squad is peaking and it doesn't... We're not crying out for anyone, okay? Uh, if you were to identify any position in our strongest 11, which is which is weakest, and I'm a big fan of Wijnaldum, but that's probably where it is if Klopp wanted to try something different, mix it up a little bit. Um, Thiago would certainly make it stronger. But uh, I think what, what we have there at the moment, uh, and adding the centre-back just for cover, uh, we... we we'd be favourites to win the league again, no matter what City do. And, you know, I'm talking about Messi there as well. Very true, very true. Well, we're getting overlooked again, you know, City, even before the Messi things blown up, City were installed as the favourites to win the league again. Liverpool, I think that suits down to the ground, you know. Um, Phil, I want to come on to you again. The, it's a well-known at this point that Liverpool, FSG have a policy that they sell to buy and people can look at that as a, a huge negative, you know, when you're selling Suarez or you're selling Sterling. But over the last few years, we've we've sold well. We've sold squad players well and we've, you know, we've sold Coutinho well and replaced him well. Is it something that concerns you that uh, Liverpool do rely on sales before they'll do business or is it just the way it is and you have to accept it and that's the way they operate? It's something that concerns me in the future because you mentioned a word there with Klopp, unique. And I think the model works with Klopp because Klopp is just a breath of fresh air. He gets the best out of players. Even players that he signs, you know, he, he turns them into even better players. Now, unfortunately, Klopp isn't going to be at Liverpool forever. And when he does leave, if FSG are still there and they try and use the same model, is another manager going to be able to win trophies the way Klopp has? I'm not so sure about that. So, look, the way Liverpool are going, gradually they're they're obviously a huge club even before Klopp came in, but they're they're just getting bigger and bigger commercially. Obviously, the Nike deal has come in as well. So, who knows? By the time Klopp leaves, they could be in a different position where they don't have to do that anymore, where they can go out and spend cash. I'm not saying they go out and do what Chelsea or Manchester City are doing, but they don't have to sell players. Obviously, Coutinho was the big sale. It was the game changer of the, of a sale for for Klopp, given that it financed Allison and Van Dijk. And you know, if if they've if they've done well in selling certain players, obviously Bournemouth are no longer in the Premier League, so that's kind of fortunately. I know they were they were nailed on to pay twenty five million for Harry Wilson, but yeah. um, not not going to be the case. But yeah, no, I I would be slightly concerned in the future. I said Klopp papers over a lot of cracks because he's just one of the, the best coaches Liverpool have had and definitely deserves to be mentioned in, in the same sentence as some of the greats of the club. So, yeah, you can see where the frustration comes from. But see, again, people are looking, you know, they're jealous of, of Chelsea buying all these players. But buying all these players doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win trophies because Frank Lampard's after buying all these players. Can he gel them all in together? Liverpool have a winning team at the moment. I personally would like to see them get somebody to cover the front three because if the lads aren't there, if Salah, Mane or Firmino aren't playing, Minamino, of high hopes for him. It's funny how he obviously came in in January, he looked a little bit off, but he's coming to a club that is so much bigger than Salzburg. I think 
it was quite clear when he played. He looked nervous, he looked a little bit off it. Probably didn't feel like he was part of the, the squad mm. either. And that was kind of evident the night they won the trophy and they were getting the medals because, you know, it was a, a Johnny come lately. And, you know, that's nothing against him. That's just the way it worked out. But the beauty of it is now that he should be able to hit the ground running. We already saw a bit of what he can do in the, the preseason games. He looks a bit sharper. We know his best position is in, in the centre. But I would just like to see that, you know, if Liverpool need a goal with half an hour to go, and the three, the front three are on. Who are you going to spring off the bench to get you that goal that you might need? Is Brewster even going to be there? There's talk of him going out and loan to a Premier League club, Sheffield United, or a club that have been mentioned. Maybe that's what Klopp wants to see. He's had a look at him in the Championship. Yeah, score goals for Swansea. Now he's thinking, let's have a look at him in the Premier League before we make a call on him. And Divock Origi, you know, he's going to go down as a cult hero, but I kind of felt they should have cashed in on him at the end of the Champions League winning yeah. season, when his stock was highest. Mm. I agree with that. It's something I've said on this show. Um, I certainly think he, he was at peak value then. And, you know, well, he, he hasn't kicked on really from then. And it's a tough one because he is uh, a cult hero, you know, and he'll always be remembered for Everton games and, getting the goal in the Champions League final but he's one that the, the rumours are around they might look to replace now if it was a thing Straw will come to you if it was a thing that Liverpool were looking to replace let's say Divock Origi and Shaqiri for example they, they'd have to bring someone into that front three wouldn't they to back up what's already there they couldn't go with Harvey Elliott Minamino and is that it Minamino Bru- Harvey Elliott Brewster yeah it'd be a big ask yeah, very big ask, especially for for Harvey Elliott because he he's still he's still developing. You can tell whenever he steps onto the pitch, he's got the raw talent, but he just needs holding a bit. And the difference between him and Curtis Jones, Curtis Jones now looks like he's ready to yeah. challenge for that midfield spot. It looks like he's ready. He's grown in stature. Is being in and around the first team, the likes of Henderson, who's a, just a, an ultimate leader on and off the pitches, has really helped him in. I think if Javier had another 12 months to end his development or come leaps to bounds, but to throw him in when we're defending the title and as the one who's going to be backing up, I just think it's far too early for him. It is. He's, he's still, what's he, 17? You know, he's, he's still very, very young to be relying on. Now, one thing that I would. Um, think could happen Andy I'll come back to you I could see a situation where Oxley chamberlain gets used in the front three I don't like that I don't think it suits him I don't think it suits us but I think that could be something if Liverpool were to bring in Thiago that he may look at Oxley chamberlain as a, an option in that front three is it something you could see happening? Yeah I could certainly see it happening but like um, like you say I, I just don't fancy him there I think he's played his best football uh, for us, kind of just kind of in behind Bobby, yeah. but uh, overlapping uh, some really good performances two seasons ago. There, and um, I can't I can't see it happening. But but I, I it's not something I'm really in favour of. I think there's I think the whole Thiago thing is just so dependent on what happens with Wijnaldum. But even if Wijnaldum stayed for another season to run out his contract, we could still bring in Thiago, and there's enough minutes there for everybody. Um. But I mean, just just on the point there, and I'm reading the comments as well about this jealousy that exists. Other other teams are signing. Like you have to remember, United's uh, spent about two hundred million last summer, and they finished in the exact same amount of points. Yeah. 
and Chelsea are doing a lot of business, but they've a lot, they've an awful lot of uh, points. They've a big, huge bridge to um to sorry, a huge gap to bridge. You're talking about 30, 35 points between us and them. What sort of a gap are we are we bridging between ninety nine points and one hundred and six points? Yeah. I mean, you 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 know when you're at the top, I understand you need to you need to uh, make you know make signings as well. But this team, this team are peaking, you know. Uh, by by bringing in too many players, you can disrupt things. Like most most teams out there are making signings out of desperation, and you see Arsenal trying to do business as well. Uh, I'm one of the comments is there. FSG make it sound like we're uh, asking to spend two hundred million. I mean, FSG aren't making out anything. <laughs> you know, all of this stuff is generated on Twitter. Um, FSG have shown, and if you look at the um, financial highlights every single year, the money is always reinvested in the team. Yeah. And lately, they're in the club. Um, so, you know, we're talking about uh, infrastructure, developing the stand, the training ground, wages, big contracts. A lot of the players on, uh, are on massive uh, incentives from performance. And that all has to be paid out. So they're not scrimping. Every single penny that comes in from all these back massive sponsorship deals is is reinvested. So people just need to hold onto their trousers a little bit. The strategy is working at the moment. And down the line, okay, without Klopp, things might need to be revisited. But just as the, the lads in the laptops identify new players to replace, there's succession planning there for Klopp. People need to stop worrying about four or five seasons down the line. Right now, Liverpool are champions and they've a squad to, to win that league again. And with one or two changes and one or two tweaks, Klopp knows what he's doing. We're going to win the fucking league again. Everyone needs to relax. Very true, very true. I like your optimism, Andy. I do like your optimism. Uh, Phil, something Andy's touched on there is um, the the squad. It, it's it's a happy squad. It's it's a squad that is geared to go again. But when we come back and think of Thiago, we're bringing in a midfielder. And you said earlier, you know, it's, a, it's an area of the team where there can be rotation. You know, the front three is generally the front three. The back four settled. Maybe the you know, Matip and Gomez, depending who's in form, will go in or out there. But it is the middle three that sort of rotates the most. And they don't have the best injury record in there as well. So I think there could certainly be room for another body in Thiago. Now, something we've spoke about over the last few shows um, was that Liverpool are waiting to move players on before they do the business because of the fact that we have too many non-homegrown players in the squad. Is that something you think is an issue and is something that's maybe driving Liverpool's thinking before they pull the trigger on, in, on any more signings as it would weaken their negotiating position? No, I think the, it's just such a well-run club at the moment. And the interesting thing is with Thiago, everyone kind of feels the Thiago deal hinges on what happens with Gino and Aldum. They're both 29. Now, when Aldum's not getting a new deal, and people would say, well, if they're not giving that 29-year-old a new deal, why are they signing another 29-year-old? But there, as I said, there, there is a big difference with Thiago and Wijnaldum. And Wijnaldum, in fairness, has been, he's, he's, an unbe- he's been an unbelievable for Liverpool. And even you know when they brought in Kate, people thought that could be the end of Wijnaldum in the first team. And he just goes from strength to strength, can't get the ball off him, comes up with big goals, an absolute fan favourite 
if he did go, you know, you'd, you'd hope the fans would still sell, still sell it, sing a song. But <laughs> with Thiago, said the, the reason I think if Thiago is available, and I would agree with the lads, like there isn't, you don't need wholesale changes. And you're right, what Andy says about other clubs are they're basically they're throwing stuff at the wall and they're hoping enough enough of it sticks yeah. and, you know you can you can buy all these players but it doesn't necessarily mean it's all going to gel and you know everyone's saying like everyone, like I, I even think back to last the last transfer window at the start of last season everyone thought Spurs were going to be challenging for the league because yeah. they brought in Ndombele who'd been brilliant for Leon you know there was talk of them getting Dybala that day. They, uh, you know, they, they got Ryan Sessing on. Um, they had a terrible season. They sacked yeah. their manager after a couple of months. So new players doesn't mean anything. But I just think Thiago just gives Liverpool something a bit different. Instead, the season's going to be. I think what's going to be very evident next season is there's going to be a lot of tight games because clubs or teams won't have the same energy because. It's going to be fixtures coming thick and fast. So teams will probably sit in a bit deeper, try and play for the draw, maybe not be as adventurous. That's where someone like Thiago can unlock a defence. But I think there is just the strategy is Liverpool don't want a big squad. So it's it's almost like a you know, your classic busy nightclub, one in, one out. And it look and that that's kind of where the Wijnaldum and Thiago deal is is kind of set at the moment. In terms of the front three. If the likes of Shakiri, obviously Lalana has gone. Shakiri or Nariki, if they go, maybe then you see another player coming in. Someone they've mentioned has been linked with them is Sar. He'd be like a, a little brother to Sadio Mane. I I think he wouldn't be a bad player because we saw the potential. Obviously, Liverpool fans know on his day how destructive he can be, but he can play in any of those positions across the front three. Blistering pace. We didn't see the best of him, but he was playing for Watford. Imagine what he'd be like playing for Liverpool. Very true. I mean, they had, what, three managerial changes through the season. You know, he's a young player coming from the French league. Didn't speak English or didn't speak good English. And there's upheaval all over the place. And yet he still showed flashes of, of his yeah. ability, which he did in the in the World Cup as well. For Senegal, he, he did look lively as well before that. So he's certainly a player that would, would interest um would interest us because I think we do need a specialist that can I'm not a specialist, sorry, a player that can cover, you know, centrally and out wide. So Sar would be an interesting fit. Now I know we're all talking about um Chelsea and all throwing a lot of players different players but one thing i want to touch on before you lads have to slope off um is the leo messi news to man city now strong i'm going to come to you our, our man on the ground there in manchester what's the feeling over there about messi i heard his dad was um over there having a few points yesterday with pep guardiola trying to get a deal done is there any word on uh, city getting messi Yeah, so uh, for a lot of the people who were who working around the city and just and I'm sure that was good. good news <laughs> that was Bro. a really bad time for that to happen. That was that was a terrible time. Are you back with us, Are you back with us? Uh, no, yeah, I don't know what's going on. A bit of rain in Manchester. We'll never, we'll never know. 
Is that what it is? That's that's the thunderstorm there that Messi is creating. But is he is it is that good vibes over there for Messi at the moment, or what do you think? Is it all just talk? City fans are convinced they're going to get him. They're absolutely convinced. Um, they're convinced the deal's done. To be honest, if it's going to come to the Premier League, probably it's going to be safe with the Pep Guardiola. Uh, but listen, it shows how far behind they are from what they need to turn to be one of the greatest players of all time to try and rebuild the gap that we built last season over him. So if Messi comes, let him come because I still think we're going to win the league. I still think we're going to be as dominant. I still think we're going to be the team for watching. Don't get me wrong, I want to see Messi in the Premier League, but yeah, if he goes to City, it's going to be a good watch. But yeah, yeah I good still stuff, think we're good going stuff. To Phil, what about yourself? Um, what you're thinking on Messi to Man City? Do you think it's going to happen or do you think there's a power play at Barcelona there? What, what's your yeah, thinking it's, there? It's, it's hard to know because you, you, I won't believe it till I see it that he's actually mm. playing for Manchester City. But the thoughts of Messi playing a turf more, Ramelain, <laughs> lads yeah. kicking, kicking Ellen a lot out of him. Ellen Rose, yeah. yeah. Um, certainly, you know, it, it would be exciting to see him and see what he does. But, you know, you have to start... You can imagine now in 10 years, if, say, for example, City won the Champions League, then, oh, Pep, you finally won the Champions League with Man City. <laughs> Talk us through how you did it. Like, you know, you had to bring in Messi to, to do it. Like, and then, obviously, we know Guardiola hasn't won the Champions League without Messi and his team. And, you know, there were so many signs last season that Guardiola, as good as he's been since he came into the Premier League, that when the pressure was on, they just, they didn't deliver. And I think it's important that if, um, and certainly I think it, it favours Liverpool, the fact that they've got a, a game on the opening weekend, City don't, because obviously they were in European action. But I think if Liverpool can get a head start in City and go out in front like they did last season, that's when you start, the pressure gets to City. We've seen, that's what happens to them. But I, I don't know, I mean, is this a power play from Messi to get rid of Bartomeu, the, the president, basically, we we don't know. I just can't imagine that he's been there for, for nearly 20 years, an absolute icon at Barcelona. You'd love to think that all he's done for Barca, that they would say, look, you can go with our blessing. But Barcelona need money, so they're yeah. not going to let him go for free. So where are our city we know obviously have the money, but how can they finance this? You know, he, he obviously he can fit into the, bar, or the city team. You can just pretty much put him where David Silva was playing. You can play basically stick him in the front three and say, just stay up there. You don't have to worry about tracking back. The rest of the lads will do it for you. But I'll believe it when I see it. And is he going to get the number 10 shirt? Is he going to say to Aguero, you know, club legend Aguero, uh, move over. There's a new kid in town. I'm having the number 10 jersey off you. Well, did you see Aguero took off his Instagram, Con Aguero 10? It's just Con Aguero now. Change that today. So unless there's a deal, him and Aguero best mates as well, aren't they? And that's, yeah, I suppose, sure, yeah. the link. Him and Aguero best pals. You've got Pep Guardioli, you've Chiki Bagheerstein and Ferran Soriano. I mean, it, it is going to be City if he goes anywhere. I see tonight Bartomeu said he'll step down if Messi will stay. But he wants Messi to publicly declare that he'll stay. You know, there's power plays all over the place. And this is what I initially thought was going to be happening there was uh, Messi will just push to get rid of Bartomeu but it's looking more and more like a transfer to Man City 
is on the cards. But it'll be interesting to see how they skirt around the financial fair play element of this because you're right, Barcelona aren't going to want to give him away. You know, it's it's going to be serious, serious money. And before I let the lads live, Andy, I'll just get your thoughts on it. Um, how are they going to how are they going to get that through to the how are they going to get that one under the door? Yeah, like the 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 eye is on them. Like I know they 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 got off on the technicality, um, but they're still guilty. And there's going to be people in UEFA who want to nail them. And I think it's one of those. It'll, it will definitely happen if if Messi was somehow able to uh, do that clause. Yeah. If it, if it's a case where City have to pay two hundred and fifty million, three hundred million, then maybe it could be done through their other you know their New York City team. Maybe they buy him and he gets loaned to Manchester City for two years. That'd be a right two fingers up to uh, UEFA and financial fair play. Um, something like that, you never know, could happen. Uh, part of me would like to see him in the Premier League. Part of me <laughs> would like to see him go to Turf Moor and get the shit kicked yeah. down. I mean, <laughs> I, I yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, sun, sea and sand all over Spain is a little bit different than uh, piss wind and um, snow and hail. All over, you know. I'm living in uh, Manchester. It just, it just doesn't seem realistic. Yeah, and I'd love to see, you know, whether you'd have the stomach for the league. I know it's it's overstated how how hard and physical the league is, but you know, he he, he wasn't too happy when Robertson gave him a bit of a shove. Um, there's there's worse than that in the Premier League. Yeah. I mean, you look at I know. Troy Dean, he got it, got relegated. But if he was back in the in the league, he'd get him pregnant in ninety minutes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> if you ride them that much, so uh, I don't know. Uh, it's look, it's not. It's 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 a move if it happens to, for City to win the Champions League. I don't think it's something that automatically gets them the league back because they scored more goals than us anyway. Yeah. And maybe having Messi in the team probably works a little bit. Less hard than what they've had um, defensively, but um, yeah, like it, it. If it's if it if it happens, it's gonna be it's gonna be the biggest. It's gonna be the biggest sign and the gonna be the biggest transfer in history of football. You know, regardless of how much it is, it'll be the the most headlined and uh, most people will be watching it closer than any other move ever. It's, it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, circus nearly. Listen, yeah. um, we're, we're going to continue, but I'm just going to let the lads go now. So, Straw, you seem to get Grizz's Wi-Fi connection tonight, but you, you you stuck with us, which was great. So, thanks for giving us that time. Um, it's a pleasure having you, and we'll get you back on soon enough, pal. Yeah, no worries, buddy. No worries. And Phil, thanks me. again for joining us. Um, we'd like to get you back on as well if you'd be up for that. Um, yeah, try and get you an earlier start if we can, but we can't. Ah, look, it's all right. It's all right. Look, so the early starts now would be it'd be grand. Yeah, all right. Yeah, but look, it's been a pleasure having you, and thanks very much for giving us yeah. giving us the time tonight. So thank you. Thanks, thanks Phil. Thanks, Phil. Cheers, lads. Take, Take care. Take it easy. Good luck. And now we're going Hello, to be joining the lads. Gav. Ah, Gav, Gav, how are you? Ah, Randy. Ah, Keith. <laughs> ah, that's all right. I didn't how make any noise. No, I, I seen that. Um, I was, do you know what? It kind of took away from me night a little bit. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think it was just uh, the, lads, uh, the lads want to be a little bit more professional and, you know, I think we, right. we achieved that. Um, the, the, <laughs> the comments are absolutely flying in. There's nearly 800 people watching. Um, there's only about 250 likes, which we're not happy about. Um, 237. That has, that has to... 
hit the like button. Um, Where we is it here? Ah, okay, it's yeah. over there. It's somewhere on your screen. Just Wherever bash it is, it. Just, just smash it. Bash it, yeah. Um, a lot of people asking where Grizz was. Don't worry, Grizz has given us all his information today. Whenever he's not on, he gives us all his information. He says, there you go, run with it. Go, go ahead and do what you want. Um, but no, it's 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 a cracking show so far. I was enjoying listening. Yeah, it was nice having the lads on. Like I said, it was unfortunate. Strohs have got the, the Grizz, Grizz um, broadband, but sure, what can you do? Um, and it was good having Phil's input as well. It was it was going well. Now, we didn't touch on too many transfers. I said I'd, I'd leave mm. that till till you came on mm. um, with Grizz's notes but we'll mm. start talking about a few moves um, we touched on one there before you came on there Gavin it was the one about Sar coming in from Watford mm. I know Paul Gorst mentioned that one again the other day and that seems to be the the only real attacking link at the moment what would you do you think it's a, it's a realistic and feasible at 40 million for Liverpool to do that uh, I, I I know Grizz and a couple of other people have said that, that that one for them is something that they look at towards the end of the season, not the end of the season, the end of the, the, window. End of the window. Um, I agree with that. I think I think I think the Thiago stuff has taken over from everyone, hasn't it? And the centre half still looks like a bit more of a priority. Forward a forward player is definitely a priority because I think I think Origi probably goes, and I Brewster's being linked away in in different kind of ways loan and possibly um, on a permanent deal which I don't think will happen but um, I, I've no issue if they want to bring in Sarah for 40 million go ahead and do it um, as as um, Phil and Straw and I think Ollie has probably said in the last 40 minutes you trust the process you know he's signed we've signed players and, and people will say to me oh yeah this is just fucking loving FSG and because of the it's not that it's it's what you see in front of your fucking eyes you know you see a manager and and a boardroom working together Michael Edwards whatever and they walk and they walk and they walk and they they identify people, they bring them in, they improve them, and they got them to where they are now. So the Sar one is a bit mad. Just on, on the on the messy thing, um, because I was really enjoying that. This is the biggest fucking cry for help I have ever seen from a football manager in my entire life. Um, he's an absolute fucking shy bag, isn't he? Um, yeah. Like, he, he just... He, he can't do it. He's wrecking his own fucking head and now he's going to try sanction a move for Lionel Messi. Um, they're talking 100 million plus Bernardo Silva, Jesus and um, the Garcia, the centre-half. Yeah. But it's absolutely, um, it's absolutely fucking madness. But if they want to do it, just go ahead and do it. Um, it doesn't bother. 200, doesn't million really... more, 200 million more to with cash and players probably there. Yeah. It's it's a two hundred and fifty million pound deal, and then you're looking at paying them fifty million a year plus thirty five million on image rights. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so it's, it's a half just, a, it's a half a billion quid if you give them a three yeah. year deal. Yeah, it's just bonkers. Um, and look, you said it yourself there. You know, we're we're and the lads as well, and they're on. We're all pretty much happy with what, how FSG are going about. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be satisfied with that sort of desperation at all. Yeah. I mean, look at that. Look at that commitment. If it didn't work out, and it's messy, of course it's going to work out to an extent. But if it doesn't achieve what they're trying to achieve, you know, good players like Bernardo, Mares being linked, absolutely madness. Um, and look, the people who are kicking and screaming and saying you're only FSG lovers and whatever, I don't meet them in real life. Anytime anyone comes on here and speaks, or you know, you, you meet someone in a, out and about, you, you know, you can't go to the pub. Nobody goes on like that in real life. It always seems to be robots on Twitter. 
let's get someone on who can I don't know make these points rationally, but I don't know. In my mind, everything's fucking fine. <laughs> Convince but, me otherwise. Convince me otherwise. Yeah, you know. But you'll still get fans that think Liverpool should be in the mix for Lionel Messi. You know, even if even after the numbers were after saying there, even after the figures, half a billion transfer, and people will still think, oh, well, Liverpool not doing that because they play FIFA and they play on a cheat code with unlimited unlimited transfer funds you know football in the real world doesn't happen like that and man city are not playing in the real world you know what i mean i know they are technically so it's a terrible point by me but they have a bottomless pit of money but would the impact like they they can't be brazen that they buy messi right and swap bernardo silva um it was a jesus and eric garcia they're going to need more players on top of Messi, are they? Or what's... what's like, a, it doesn't matter. Just look, balls out and do that, are they? I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to get into Man City and what they need and what they don't need. Yeah. It's just... that I, I want to talk about that transfer is is off the charts. And listen, I think there's, there's a lot of weight behind the fact that Messi could be just literally, and I mean this, looking for complete control of Barcelona Football Club. Um, genuinely. Because if you have a president of a club offering to stand down Right, so they can keep this thirty-three-year-old player. That is fucking insane! Insane! Mm. It is. Do you know what I mean? It's absolutely yeah. insane. It would imagine. Imagine going the other way. Imagine saying, for argument's sake, Mo Salah said he would walk away from Liverpool if they could get Monchi in because he's deadly at picking players. Imagine saying something like that. Yeah. Imagine that. It's it's absolutely it's, off the fucking chart. It's, it's the it's the biggest cry for help I have ever seen. He should be given helpline numbers at this stage. I mean yeah. that. It's it's mm-hmm. madness. If you're it's in the, trouble and you've nowhere else to turn found the A team type thing, it's, it's it? the last throw of the dice from Pep Guardiola. It's the last throw of the dice on his on his Man City managerial career. And I said it a couple of weeks ago, it's time Eagle leaves Manchester City. And it's a time yeah. they kind of part ways because if they're going to go towards this outrageous carry-on um, for the sake of a player that he believes, you know, he, he's probably t- telling himself now, I can't win him without him, I can't win him without him. And he's willing to sacrifice Bernardo Silva for him. It's fucking mm. mad. I know he's the best player that's ever walked the earth, but it's, it's absolutely insane carry-on, insane. Yeah, it'd be interesting. It's one to watch, keep an eye on, isn't it? Like I said, if, we only played them twice a year, so it doesn't affect us. If you yeah. desperately need a goalkeeper, as we did, and we went out and broke the record, world record for a keeper and Allison, or we broke the world record for a centre-back in Virgil, because there were two positions we needed to spend £150 million on between the two of them, then fair enough. But City don't need goals. Goals mm. isn't going to solve fuck off them. Okay, I think it would definitely strengthen our position for winning the Champions League, which is ultimately what Pep needs to do. I think it's the it's the hoodoo from if he doesn't win the Champions League again, there's gonna be serious doubts over his managerial career. And if you can't win it at City with all that money at your disposal, you know, what's wrong with you? You know look at Mancini has probably achieved as much as City as Pep has. Yeah. It it is crazy when you break it down. You know they'll they've got a load of trophies, but the amount of Carling Cups and FA Cups, and when you look at the draws they've got in those tournaments, uh, to me it devalues yeah. them. You know, yeah. really does. Keith, Keith they're playing they're, they're playing a second string in those competitions that are better than yeah. most teams and that they're coming up against in the league. Like our drop off is our is our twenty three. You know what I mean? Yeah, their drop off is it's just as strong. And yeah. Okay. 
let let them off. I I course you don't want your biggest rival having the best player in the world or one of the best players in the world at this stage, thirty three years of age. But uh, I'd be I'd be intrigued, you know, to see yeah. Messi week in week out to watch Messi on match of the day every week. I would like I would like to see. That's- I have to admit. That's the thing, isn't it? I mean, people will be listening to this saying, I is I just bitter, I is I just jealous. And I don't think there's really any of that. You know, I love Messi. I love to see Messi playing in the Premier League. And the only team he can go to is is Man City, you know, and it does look like it's going to be that way. But one of the interesting things about it is this talk of New York City buying him and loaning him to Man City. Oh, being bought as part of the, by the Manchester City group. Group. But yeah. not being bought by, Man by City Manchester City and yeah. no transfer by Man City and then being loaned in to City by New York City to mm. get around FIFA and all. But I think FIFA could put the blade and Koibosh on that, like they could. Well, the easiest thing for them to, to do would be to buy out his contract, buy out his contract, be a free agent, and sign for City for free. Yeah, that's the easiest way to do it. But um, it's still costing you a fucking shitload of money, but um. Chris Brack says there's 298 likes and 18, 819. Gone over to 300. Okay, so 300 and 819 in the chat. Um, yeah. I thought we'd get to 600. Um, 800 likes apparently guarantee is messy to Liverpool. So there you go. There's the there room. you go. That's, that's um, the rumour. Yeah, that's the rumour. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. It could be a case of him just storing enough at Barcelona to get exactly what he wants. And what you see is probably the last two years of his career. Because oh, I don't know. It's just mind-blowing to me. Mind blown. Something as well that's been said a lot is, you know, he, he'll never be better than Ronaldo because Ronaldo won leagues in different countries. Now, I personally think that's a lot of bollocks. I think it's the biggest myth in football. And people say, well, Messi is going to win the league. Well, I'll tell you, there's easier leagues to go to to guarantee winning it than coming to the Premier League with Liverpool chasing down Man City. So it, in that sense, you know, I don't know how... As we said about Pep being in, nearly in the last chance to Leon, like it's it's another nail for Messi, Messi's legacy for some people. If he comes and they don't smash the arse off everything, legs, Champions Leagues, mm. it, it's it's a weird one. It's one to really watch. It is, it is one we watch um, with interest. I'd say, yeah, but. You know, ultimately, we don't really give a shit what Man City do. What we do is what concerns us. Now, mm. I know we've been linked with uh, Christopher Ayer a lot off Celtic, and people have their own opinions. They've mixed opinions on him. Um, the the fee is being mentioned. We've spoke about with Gav Duranoi, five million sounded a bit low. Some mm. Celtic fans are taking exception to that, and they're like, oh, no, no, 20 million. Mm. There's been a lot of traction on Diego Carlos. Yeah, I wanted to put something up on the screen, but I haven't worked out how to do it, right? Um, so I'm sorry about that. But let me just read out the last three followers of, the last four followers of Diego Carlos. Um, sorry, uh, the last four people he's followed um, on Instagram. Liverpool Football Club, Roberto Firmino, Fabinho and Virgil van Dijk. The news coming out, of course, tonight that... Um, Apparently, he's very close to signing for Liverpool. But they are his last four followers on Instagram, if that means anything. Andy, does that mean anything? Does that mean it's done? <laughs> yeah, well, like, it's as, good as, it's as good as a hint as anything really these days, isn't it? But, like, there must be someone in the background just, like, that does this to take the piss. Uh, surely, surely Aguero changes his use and his handle on Twitter or whatever the fuck it was and took 10 out for the crack as well 
you yeah. know, gets people, gets gets take takes like us talking. people going. Yeah, that's that's the yeah. game. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, he could have, you know, we could have went and followed one player, and then he got loads of suggestions and followed them all as well. Like you know, yeah, I followed I followed four people today, and was I one of them? <laughs> You're signing so for the Bosco. Yeah, I might, I might uh, uh, follow a lot of the unfair rapper AI or something, and, and everything. Oh yeah, doing the yeah. yeah, yeah, Put a lot of sirens beside it. Put you, three, put three sirens beside your username on Instagram, and then follow a lot of lads from the Anfield Index. I'm going to the EPL Index. Oh, is that where you're going? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I heard you pay well. Yeah. Yeah. Then. Good stuff. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Um, LFC Gamer shows a comment in there that Diego Carlos is another skirtle. Yeah, he, did anyone watch much of him? Did you see him in the Europa League final? He looks a bit of a head case. Um, I haven't. I don't know. I I told you, I don't watch a hell of a lot of, of um, foreign football, as your dad would call it. <laughs> but um, no, I've seen a little bit of him. I've seen a little bit of him. Um, and I have heard things like, he's. I've heard, I heard that he's really, really... Um, well liked by Liverpool apparently and was yeah. strongly linked before um, strongly linked before the whole Covid messing but I did I did watch the Europa League final and I did think he was a bit rash I have to be honest with you I think he jumped in a little bit but having said that I've how many players have we looked at before he'd been to Liverpool and thought well, he, what can he do what can he do like I never knew Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain could shoot before he turned up at Liverpool mm-hmm. because he was yeah. taught to pass the ball in the net by Wenger um, you know, so it's 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 one of those um, it's one of those where again you have to trust the process. He is highly rated. There's been a couple of teams after him, and we we'll just have to wait and see. What sort of money are we looking at there, Keith? Well, see, that's the thing. I don't know. The the buyout clause was something like seventy million. Now that was a buyout. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. Plus, I, I don't think they're really worth a shite now since COVID has happened because I think teams <coughs> are just desperate to, to get money and you look at Valencia, Valencia are giving players away nearly except to Leeds who they charge 40 million for Marine or for Rodrigo. But 60 the Spanish million quid? That was the buyout. Yeah. That was oh. the buyout. 70 million euro. 60 million pounds. Ezra to get him for half that. Yeah, so I think that I think it could be got for a lot less. Now, whether it's something Liverpool will do, I don't know how old he is. I, I thought he was about twenty six, but maybe twenty seven. Twenty seven. Jesus, it's a it's a lot of money for a twenty seven year old. It doesn't. Fucking really hell, Andy's like the head scout here. Go on. He is a lot of chief scout. I, I told you. I told you. I have Grizz's yeah. notes. There you go. Microphone <laughs> That that number twenty seven isn't his age. That's the you know when he's ringing this order in. Give us a couple yeah. of twenty sevens there. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting one. If you know Liverpool are obviously looking at centre backs. Yeah, Ben White. The news of Ben White came out. You know that his agent was flirting yesterday on Sky Sports, and he pulled the rug under from everyone. It looks like he's signing a contract extension. Got it over that. Yeah, mm, but big it it's one that you know Liverpool. 
they need a centre-back cover. We do all, I think we all agree, they need a centre-back cover or a, a Diego Carlos. But, you know, it's all going to depend on the fee, isn't it? I mean, £60 yeah. million, pounds, they're not paying that, mm. surely, for a, a centre-back, whether he's a fourth choice or not at that age. Well, well apparently the word, the, the word coming out is that he's, what the, the quote I seen earlier from whoever broke the news was, um, he, Jürgen Klopp sees him as the perfect uh, partner for Virgil van Dijk. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know if that's just thrown in for... When has Klopp, when will Klopp say, have said that? On the Zoom calls to Timo Werner. Yeah, it was part of the Timo Werner uh, sales was, pitch, was it? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. It's uh, like you don't know where it's coming from. You don't know. You don't know if it's if it's reliable. But I, uh, I, I have to put my hand up now and say, and I don't know if you agree. I can't see that happening. If you're talking anywhere north of twenty million quid, no, I can't see us spending no. that money on a centre back either. I think no, especially when Gomez. No matter what, is probably going to be our, you know, our first choice partner for. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I think it's going to be a, a player that'll come in there that will be the likes of an AR, AR, or AR, whatever his name is, um, mm. a young centre back that can mm. come in and maybe grow and can develop into maybe the, the first reserve centre back. I can't see them doing it on, you know, when Kula Bali was linked, he was too old to pay the money. So surely Carlos for that money is, is going to be a bit much as well. I think there'll be a few linked that'll be all pointing the sky but will they all start following Liverpool players on Instagram I don't know I think that's the key bit to this whole deal I think we're basing our whole opinion on Diego Carlos on this Instagram which is the right thing to do by the way that's yes. absolutely yeah how else would you do it mm. someone pointed out that uh, Jules Koundé is a better centre-back as Sevilla Jules Koundé is a cracking centre-back but I think Real Madrid are looking at him I think he's one that Madrid would like to have so there's a lot of players in Spain Spain now at the moment are suffering obviously with the the corona the Covid uh, situation there their players are you know they're getting scalped for for their players it's Valencia someone mentioned Guedes there in the in the chat as well from Valencia to Liverpool again I think you can get anyone from Valencia. I think every one of them is up for sale. It'll be interesting to see if Liverpool look at something like that. I don't think it's a position. He's a, a winger or a forward. I don't think it's one that we will pursue myself unless we got him for free. But is there any other links? I want to talk to you about one that came out today and it's uh, Sadio Mane to Barcelona. Oh, stop it. I know. Andy, I'll come to you. Sadio Mane to Barcelona. He's been offered apparently to Barcelona. Uh, I don't know who was offering them. Like, have you have you read anything about this? Is there no, anything give, in this? I'll give the same answer as Gav, I'll stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the answer, I'll stop it. Uh, Sadio Mane hasn't been offered to anyone by anybody. No. Uh, Sadio Mane loves Liverpool. Sadio Mane wants to stay in Liverpool more than you want Sadio Mane to stay. In <laughs> 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 He's not going anywhere. None of them are going anywhere. It's great. Uh I don't know who reports this shit. They were we're in a, such a unique position where we don't have to worry about our top players going anywhere. Yeah. The only reason our top players go anywhere is if we for some reason have to Move sell them. Mm. Yeah. Or the the likes of the the Vinaldum one, you know, he contract running down, he didn't accept the one, we'll move on. It's yeah. um like Flash Gordon says in the chat there, Point is talking about a fake news. Why in the name... Look at what's going on at Barcelona, right? Yeah. 
And we've discussed it already. Messi's looking to get out. He's looking to get some sort of clause that he thought he had, but expired. He's trying to get that torn, overturned, right? You have a president that's willing to walk away from Messi, and then Messi's going to leave. They've thrown out a load of players, including Luis Suarez. And you think anyone more salt is going to turn around and go, I think Barcelona's the place for me, lads. Yeah. Barcelona are, self com- are, are self-combusting right now in front of your eyes. There is yeah. not a fucking hope. Plus, if the, if... Barcelona sell Messi for the equivalent of 250 million quid. Liverpool will turn around and go, we want 250 million quid. Yeah. You know, it, it's yeah. Barcelona are falling apart at the seams and to, le- to link anybody to that at the moment is just yeah. mad. Like, like Messi causes, like I said on the, the show the other night, Messi is hindering them. He's, he is hindering them financially because he gets so much image rights. He gets 50 million quid a year right? He gets so much image rights. Right, he brings a lot in, but 50 million quid a year just on wages is a hindrance to you, regardless of what way you look at it. But he leaves, nobody wants to go there. The play, They'll burn the fucking place down if he leaves. Yeah. And yeah. Sadio Mane, I don't think, fan, like, I know he likes helping charities, but there's no way Bar- Sadio Mane is turning up at the new camp to try rebuild the place when it's raised no. to the ground. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's ridiculous to even talk about yeah. it. Yeah. The number 10 jersey will be available for him, so maybe it's appealing to him, you know, that his, his number will be there. So, who knows? yeah, it's, just things have happened. It's, 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 it's a non story for me. Um, <laughs> you know, if you said PSG to me, I'd give it more credence. But Barcelona, right now, they're falling apart in front of your eyes. Don't be worrying about them. Yeah, he wasn't offered to PSG, but he was offered to Barcelona by someone. So, you know, yeah. we, we. You have to go on who's who the offer was made to, which you know was interesting. I didn't think Liverpool would be offering, but how and ever. Um, Digger through red throwing a comment that Juve wants Suarez and Suarez wants 25 million compensation from Barca. Like, it's an absolute shit show that's going on there, you know. But, but, but what's he left not going on? to America? He, he was meant to be going to Ajax as well. Um, he's been people have linked us with us. I can't see it happening, but it, what's left on, on, on Luis Suarez's contract? I don't know. Um, I, I would have thought a year. I don't know if he extended when he went there. He could have more, but you know, it's if they're ripping up his contract, that there mustn't be too much on it. Yeah, you know, one year left. Yeah, one year, yeah, it must be one year. Um, yeah, strange. You surely. Sorry, Kieran Thorne is saying sure. two years. Two years. Mm. Two years, he must be entitled to something then. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unless unless there's some unless there's something in the contracts where they can uh, cancel con- uh, contracts when they're in serious financial problems. Yeah. So remember I believe Suarez tried to leave us and it, we laughed in their face about a, a release clause that they thought they had. Oh, they did have the jog on. Yeah, they did have him. We just said, no, no, no we don't. doesn't walk over here. That That's not yeah. in there. In yeah. Barcelona, <laughs> Barcelona are putting lead and termination clauses in all their contracts and all. Isn't, it, actually, isn't it crazy free. like uh, that Messi would actually have a clause that could be activated at the end of any season yeah. that he could meal for free? For free. Uh, well, that, the, 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 talk of that, the talk of that was, was because he wanted to go back to Neil's All Boys yeah. in Argentina. When he felt this all came around because um, what happened was he, he came out and said he wanted to go back to New Orleans boys and finish and I think Messi probably looked and went when I'm not at my peak anymore or I'm on the way down he'll walk away so he'll walk away and he'll give his latter years to 
Newell's old boys. I think that's what was part of it. But now, so why didn't you just changed. say uh, free to Newell's old boys when I'm done and dusted? Why did you I don't know. Me? I I don't know. But maybe but that's what it was. And he's like he's rummaging through his glove box in his car trying to find this fucking clause, like to see yeah. what it actually said. I don't know. Yeah. All he has is the logbook in there. He can't find the yeah, cause. Yeah, I'm nearly sure he put me put that stamp on that. David <laughs> uh, David Hornby seen, keeps saying John four twenty quote. Is that like um, from the Bible? I don't know. Where is it saying that? He just um, oh, it's gone. It's John, it's disappeared. Yeah. It'll come up again. He, he's typed in a couple of times. There. Um, I don't know. He's I don't know if David Hornby's trying to teach us or. Yeah, let's know. Louis still got a little. Oh, now he says a little bit of biting him. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on, but uh, I'm not uh, on the boy. He's 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 having a smoke and he's having a smoke. Apparently, to David Harvey, so uh, we can disregard it. And David, you enjoy your smoke, whatever (laughs) may be in that. Um, Fair enough. Give you this one. Can I give you four twenty, John? Whoever claims, whoever claims to love God, yeah, hates a brother or sister is a liar. Whoever (laughs) does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God. They've not seen that is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, that's a bit mad. Isn't Carry it? on. Yeah. Theology yeah. and all you get here, like it's what a podcast we are. Yeah. Where it's, else do you get Bible verses? It's um, it's unbelievable. Uh, Nageb asks, "Grace coming on?" No, we have all his news. Don't worry about it. You don't need them. Yeah. On. We have it. Yeah. Who needs, um, who needs them? What's next? Forced, forced up Ovia Jardia to Reading three point five million. Cha-ching. Yep. Put that into the key. Yeah. Mm. Anyone sat the same go? Yeah, no, he's 28 now, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Get him out before uh, he was testimonial. FSG don't want to be paying for that. Um, but it's, look, it's three and a half million into the into the coffers, you know. So it's it's the the fringe players like this can bring in big books when you add it all together, you know. So it's it's another one to, you know, people will still say we're skinned. We're not skinned. We're just doing things maybe a little bit different this year. Um, but Ajaria for... <coughs> is is one of those transfers that if it happened last season, you just go, we wouldn't even be talking about it. But you have to talk about every transfer now because every for some reason, everyone thinks every two million here and three million there is making a massive difference. It's not. It's oh, not. It Simply not. It's not. You know what I mean? It. Keith, it's not. You're, 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 Liverpool's transfer strategy does not hinge on three million quid for all via Jerry. It doesn't. Simple as that. As as Ramez Khalil says, that's thirteen point five percent of the Thiago fee. So I think you'll find <laughs> that's that every every penny yeah, counts. But we don't get it all up front, Ramez. So you're gonna need to go back <laughs> and work out what we get up front and um, what what's paid in instalments. But it's listen. In real terms, three and a half million goes into the kitty, but it's not something we go, oh, oh, we got, if we can just get that three and a half million for a jerry, we can go and do this, you know, um, it's, 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 it's not, it but he was never, he was never, he was never going to make it at Liverpool. He went off, he was at Rangers, I think he was at Reading, then Rangers, then Reading, yeah. I think, and it went that way. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a nothing transfer to be perfectly honest with you, but wish him yeah. the best of luck, but it just wasn't going to happen for him at Liverpool. A few in the chat are saying there that Ryan Kent is signed for Leeds, which would be a little dropsy for Liverpool if that's the case. I think 10% is what we get, so I don't know how much he's signed for. Hopefully it's in around the 40 or 50 million mark, that'd be nice. Well, I think he went to Rangers for about eight, didn't he? So yeah, Rangers are probably looking somewhere north of that, 
10, 12 million probably. Yeah. Um, so we get Avi is saying there that Liverpool pocket 4.5 million from the Ryan Kane, Ryan Kane sale. So, wow, so Chris uh, Brack is saying a 20% away there now for. <laughs> So I'll get in there. Yeah, but, uh, well, Jesus, if you get, could probably get there, but he he's not going to lead for twenty-two million, is he? I don't know. Could be. It's okay. a mad. They bought Rodrigo um, off Valencia there for something like thirty million. Fella doesn't score many goals at all. So fifteen million says Dan Jay. So you're looking at three yeah. three million if it's if it's twenty percent. So there um, better than nothing. Yeah, well, that's it's all six, adds up, that's doesn't six it? and a half million there already. Yeah. We'll definitely get there by the end of the show. Yeah, yeah. if we get one on three hundred and thirty-six likes, if we get to six hundred likes, we'll double that. We'll match that um that money and we'll push the transfer kitty up a bit. Cruise uh, if sure we can get more, we can get money there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you know, so it's all happening. We're literally, we're literally, fu- we're literally funding Liverpool's transfer there's, policy now. Someone has to. Apparently, uh, Atalanta and Milan want yeah. Grujic. That's true. Now, both are, and there's another one as well, isn't that? There's a, another Italian team as well. I think they've just come, come yeah, they've just come up. Um, yeah, it's gone out my head. I can't think of who they are, Port Ponte Freda or something. I don't know, but they're looking, and it's all loan, with, loan, uh, loan, loan to buy in next year or two years. Well, the uh, problem with the, the problem with Italians are they, they, they loan with the option to buy. Yeah, like Juventus, Juventus, Juventus are signing. That Andrea said Benvento. Yeah, there you go. Um, And Luca has said it as well. I put up there. Um, But like, if you look at the uh, Weston McKinney deal to Juve, it's three million loan. Yeah, eighteen million obligation to buy if he plays sixty percent of Serie A games this season. So you know okay. if he stinks the place out and he's played fifty seven percent, you'll never see Weston McKinney in a. Yeah, yeah but you also game. have to you also have to look at what's left on his great. deal. Yeah. No, no they're no. terrible messes over in Italy. I'm I'm pretty sure uh, transfers to Italy, especially loans with options to buy, are carried out on the dark web. Yeah, <laughs> I think they yeah. are. Yeah, it's uh, the bogiest of <laughs> bogiest of websites. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you know. It's with, we got scalded with Aquilani, didn't we? When yeah, well, there's David P. Do you, remember, do you remember they kept loaning them with an obligation to buy and yeah. or an option as to buy? And just he, never bought. He hit the threshold. As soon as he hit the threshold, that he had to yeah. just never play it again. Never yeah. seen again. Yeah. And yeah. then they just they took need, him back the following season. Yeah, you get yeah. that in a in a garage um, <laughs> yeah. by some fell in the suit claiming <laughs> to be the player's agent. And, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, your mate Andy here, David Lennon, um, the the Periscope uh, Ultra has joined yeah. us on YouTube. Um, he's back. Do you remember we called him the Periscope Ultra for three nights, and then he just we went off. He wouldn't talk he to us started, anymore. <laughs> yeah, he went out. Went out and started smashing his golf clubs around the garage and all. Went mad. He did, but uh, he's saying Tiago and Coutinho, and he's putting loads of sirens beside it. I think he's trying to wind you up, Andy. Andy knows what loads of sirens means. For, what does four sirens mean, though? I only have well, six. Re- I do three on one side and three in the other. Right, is that reverse psychology attempt by David Lennon? I don't know what he's at. He's a he's a messer. Yeah, he's a you little scampy. You know, them, you know them nordies are messers yeah. and they're big nordy trains. <laughs> <laughs> and they're mad accents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I'd love to hear him. What what way do you reckon he says Siren? Uh Siren. <laughs> <laughs> Owen Book says Andy Four is the best 
top oh, red ever. Sorry, Keith, me and Andy are taking over. Yeah. We'll talk of trains. Walk away. No, that's fine. That's fine. I'm enjoying it. Um, uh, Gav, have you ever had a song made up about you or a, a, a poem? What was it got? What did you get, Andy? Andy, the top red. Did you get a... Uh, it was a video, yeah. A video. Yeah, have you ever had that, Gav? Was that about you? Yeah, was it about you? Yeah, Yeah, every so often, like this mad FSG out counter the cartoon kind of Abby just comes along, like, oh, and never okay. kind of harasses, me, harasses me for a week and then disappears. <laughs> but this one, this particular one, made a video with a with a song, and yeah, and was it good? Was like, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Like I just, I just told a fella like that. I really appreciate. It. He needs, he needs to seek help. <laughs> okay, okay. I <laughs> uh, haven't, I haven't heard from him since. Yeah, um, he's walking on the farm. Like I say, like the I difficult say, second album. These guys don't, um, don't exist in real life. Nah, no. Oh. You say don't. don't. You don't um, right what have you got Keith? before this descends into bleeding air flyers yeah. and the fuses yeah, yeah. and all oh, that. that's what we're trying to keep away from Rian Brewster at the Sheffield United what are we making of that one talks of a permanent move can we see anything doing with that Gav uh, permanent no um, okay. unless they're willing to throw unless they're willing to throw a mad amount of money at it and Liverpool are able to do something along the lines of a buyback clause over the next two to three years that's the only way I could see it working. Where if they said, look, we'll give you 25 million quid, but Liverpool can buy him back for 35 over the next two or three years and assess it that way. Um, a loan deal, way more likely. But I'm still still on the, um, on the train that says he stays and he stays with this squad this season. I think there'll be opportunities for him. But yeah. again, it all comes down to... Um, it all comes down to, I think, what happens with Divock Origi with regards to Ryan Brewster. Very true. What about you, Andy? Can you see any any movement in Brewster or do you think it's just garbage talk? God, like I think he, Brewster's really, um, he's re-established himself in our minds in the last six months just before uh, COVID kicked off and scoring so many goals on loan. Um, and now pre-season, there's a couple of goals. Uh, <sighs> He's, he's he deserves a chance. Um, could his could his chance be a Premier League loan? Yeah, possibly. But there'd be nothing permanent happening with Brewster at the moment. Yeah, it'd be it'd be an unusual one, you know, to see anything yeah. happening there that just doesn't I, make any sense. You know, I don't think he, I don't think he's um he's at that quality where they hang on to him. And start really play, you know, giving them minutes, as in starting every other game, um, and you know, giving them twenty minutes every game. Because you know, you take Bobby off the pitch, and the drop off there, of trying to bloody bloody young lad in, with so much at stake. I just think the right, I just think the right thing for him now was probably a Premier League loan. It guarantees that he's going to start. You know, not not <coughs> one of those loans where. They use them. My only yeah. issue is, my only issue is if you keep, if you loan them out again, it's two loans, and like somebody yeah, says there, like somebody says there about you know Jones and and um, Harvey Elliott, as opposed to a certain, they're not getting loaned. Out. Williams, and, and he could turn around and go, oh, I'm not, ju- I'm just not valued enough here, and it goes back to, it goes back to the period before um, he 
Borussia Munchen Gladbach tried to get him. And yep. he wanted to feel valued and Klopp had to do and not put an awful lot of work in apparently to keep him at the club. So if if Klopp put that walk in, I don't see why Brewster at the stage of his career he's at is a mortar shot. You know, if but having said that, if he he's probably worth a shot in the squad. You 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 know he he's in the squad the same way um with Curtis Jones not. I keep mentioning him, I don't know why he's he's a, he's a force team player now. Yeah. But the other lads, um Harvey Elliott and Nico Williams, he's around the squad like Those they are. Are he probably I know that, but he probably has more claim to be around the squad and have more opportunities than Harvey Elliott and, and Nico Williams, all things being fair. So if you loan him out, like, I feel if you loan him out, he just starts to feel unappreciated and ends up turning around going, just let me go. Not if you, not if you say you've had your championship loan, now is your Premier League loan, and we've, we've organised this loan with Leeds, say, and you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna start 75% of the games. And if you don't start 75% of the games or whatever, we'll take you back in January anyway. Or, you know, he, d- he does a half a season long. Mm. Um, I, I personally, I think that's what he needs. He needs to, he needs to show week in, week out at that level. I don't, I don't think agree. We're, we're, I don't know where we're at that. What age is he? Phase in, twenty, I think. What age is he? See, when, when Liverpool, when Liverpool. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. What, what age is Ryan Brewster? We'll find him now. I'd I think he's only twenty. Okay. I would have thought, thought he's north of twenty anyway. Twenty-one. Okay, and um, why do you 20. feel that? What well, he is twenty. So why does Ryan Brewster, after a loan at a Championship club, need to show it at a Premier League on a regular basis to be included in Liverpool squad? For me, because for me to develop him, and people have said he doesn't fit, right? But to me, I think he he benefits. I, I think the hardest thing is convincing him to stay with the squad and showing him that he'll have limited chances. But we'll learn. Everything, the patterns of play, the way we play, what we expect, how would and playing with all these lads, training with them, I think is as beneficial as going out. That's my opinion. Mm. But yeah, I don't no, think I don't I don't think he has to prove it at a Premier League side in order to justify himself to Jurgen Klopp. Okay. Because okay. because because Harvey Elliott and Nico Williams haven't proved fuck all to, to Jurgen Klopp in, in the Premier League in any way, but he seems to keep them around. Okay. Right. So first of all, Elliot's sixteen, seventeen, isn't he? Yeah. And Bruce, Brewster, Brewster was at the club when he was that age too. Mm. I don't know how old Nico Williams is, but I'm going to guess 17, 18 as well. I think he's 19. All right. Anyway, um, look, Liverpool, when they brought in Owen and Fowler and kind of gave, like, gave the, put a huge amount of faith in, they came in and they stayed in the team sort of thing. Right now, the stakes are higher. We're defending the, the league and... Um, you look at United there, nothing to lose by playing Greenwood every single game, and it's paid off. That Brewster needs football. He needs first-team football, 20 years of age, 21 years of age. That's what he needs. And I don't think Liverpool are going to be able to do that this season when you when we such such a kind of a definite 11 almost to be able to guarantee that the minutes that he needs – you know, it, and it's not worth a wank these days, really. I mean, personally, I don't think when you when you come in and play against lower opposition in the in the Carling Cup or the Mill Cup or whatever the fuck we call them, mm, it's not because because they make they make eight or nine changes, so they're not actually coming into the force team at all. They're just playing with the, the lads that they play in um, every other week. But I, I don't, so yeah, but 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 Andy, I don't, I don't think playing him for Sheffield United 
at this stage does anything for his development to prove anything in the Premier League because the standard of player he's playing with in the Sheffield United is miles away from what he's going to play with at Liverpool. Mason yeah, Greenwood Mason Greenwood is playing for Manchester United. He's never been out on loan. Never. They're just a generic standard milk toast sort of team, but you know, fast young player direct can go in and play there. Play no, for I, I just, he I needs just... to walk around Liverpool and train <coughs> with Liverpool to learn Klopp's system and the way Klopp wants to play. I think Stain is the best move for them as but well. I'm, 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 I'm not being flippant here, but that fella Simicast has signed for Liverpool, right? And all the talk is, is how good he is. I think he looks great, but he's never proved anything. Fuck all. He hasn't played in the Premier League. And I'm not being flippant here. Do you loan him out and make him prove himself in the Premier League and bring him back? Mason Greenwood is 18 years of age and he's he's no, rated very, very highly and he's playing Simic. football for Manchester United. Yeah, Simic has played a lot of first-team football. Okay, not in the Premier League, but he still played first-team football. It's a huge challenge for him to try and uh, dislodge Robertson. But he's mm. going to give it his best shot. Yeah. And the way Liverpool identify players, as you know, is it's based on their, their numbers. And he fits the bill and he's come in. Brewster hasn't really had the chance to demonstrate those numbers. So when are you going to give it to him? Well, well, I, well I, just, I just think that the best thing to happen for him would be to have a Premier League loan, even if it was only six months. Right. So if he gets loaned to Sheffield United, they fall on their arse next season. And he's toiling away there and he gets three goals all season. Do we write him off? No, no, because, because his, his performances will be closely monitored. But it's hard, if, to perform, it's, as, it's hard to perform well in a team that's on its arse. Let's be honest. Not well, Gav. Movement. Uh, put, find him, put himself in the right places. Doing the right things when he does get on the ball. He doesn't, ha- he doesn't have to go to someone who's going to... And he give him like 60 chances across the season. He bangs away half of them. That doesn't need to happen. A player can still go away to a team that's kind of battling around uh, mid-table or, or below mid-table. Uh, to prove himself, it's all about taking their chance. And we see, look, we've seen um, we've seen players, strikers do the business at teams that are mid table as well. Oh, yeah, I, I, I 100% have. My only argument is is that Ryan Brewster, right now, for me, after doing well at Swansea, and I think for me, the Swansea deal was something that it, it it got him back to a level he needed to be at because of the injury he had come, you know, he was around the squad in 18, 19. Um, and then last season he goes out for a six-month loan. I think they were trying to get him up to speed. He's come back. He's looked good in pre-season. I don't understand how Ryan Brewster should be loaned out to prove himself to Liverpool Football Club when Nico Williams and Harvey Elliott are hanging around that squad and being and learning every fucking day from that squad and never get loaned out. So, so the argument is, if Harvey Elliott is as good as he is, I expect Harvey Elliott all things being equal, to go out on loan and prove himself a Premier League team before he can come back and play an airside. Mm, and that's not going to happen. I don't think it will. I don't think it will. I, I Maybe with Harvey Elliott, but not with Nico Williams. He's signed a five-year deal now. They're not going to send him alone. No, sure. Nico, Nico Williams is effectively Trent's backup now. On, 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 on what recommendation? On what proof? And I'm not saying you're wrong, and I'm not saying Nico Williams being backup is wrong, yeah. but, but, the, but the comparison with Nico Williams... Um, being a five-year deal and he's he's the best thing since sliced bread and I'm not knocking the fella to go then and look at, at you know to go then and look at, at Ryan Brewster who's actually gone out and gone away from the club and proven himself over a six-month period yeah. I just think that if you put him in that squad 
and elevate him slightly above Nico Williams, in my opinion, and Harvey Elliott, and say to him, listen, we do have a front three. We have got Minamino. Origi's probably out the door. But what we're going to do is we're going to have a front three, and we're going to have a backup three, and you're going to be part of it. He gets chances. And and trust people say, oh, if you need a goal, do you put, do you put Bruce around? Oh, fuck him, would you? Because the chances are, if you need a chance, or if you need a goal, the ball's going to be in around the middle of the box, and he looks fucking lethal from there. And that's all you need at that, at that age. He His his education, playing with uh, training with Salah, Mane, Firmino, and and even the lads that play midfield, where where to run, when to run, you know, when to take players away, he would learn. I feel he would learn so much more of how he should play for Liverpool by training with Liverpool. And I'm probably getting a bit annoyed about this, but it just frustrates me that people people are people are putting Brewster in one camp and others in the other camp when these other people have done far fucking less than Ryan Brewster. But we have to go and, and make Ryan Brewster prove himself over and over again. Yeah, and like that's the problem look, I have. They, I'm just looking at a comment there. Uh, Brewster was top goal scorer in under-17s uh, World Cup. So was Dominic Solanke. Like, you know, he's still relatively unproven. And I just, I would... I honestly, I would, I would, I would sooner see him getting getting ninety minutes first team football in the Premier League uh, for a season than him to be kind of uh, fighting for scraps. But don't forget, like after Firmino, um, Origi is probably a little bit ahead of um, Brewster even still, and Minamino, who a lot of people have kind of tipped to play that central position in uh, Bobby's absence as well. It's gonna be hard. For, it's it's gonna be hard for him to get the minutes he needs to properly develop. That's all I'm saying. And I think. Oh no! Uh, I think you're right. I think I think that's the biggest. I think that's the, the biggest. Sorry, Andy. Come on. A Premier League loan on the basis that he's guaranteed football. You know, there was a there was a time when players went out on loan and and the clubs just used them as squad players. Um, but the the premise now that you you know the deal is uh, part of your loan deal is they have to they have to start seventy four percent of games or whatever, mm. and I think that I think that would do them the world of good you know even just physically, um just to get a taste and and he he come back a better player. Uh, do you know something? Um, sorry, Keith George was being left here because me and him this are is, arguing. But this um, is fantastic. This <laughs> but but you know I I agree with you, Andy. I think the biggest. The biggest hindrance to all this, and my idea, is convincing Ryan Brewster that you know it's it's um, it's the right thing to do to stay with us and, and do this. And it could be a case of Liverpool trying to say to him, "Look, you get this and you get that," and he's going, "No, I'll tell you what, I'll go out and loan." I wouldn't loan him in the Premier League. I'm being honest with you. I'd loan him to someone like them lads. No, I think I'd loan him to someone like um, like a Red Bull Salzburg. Yeah, um, they play okay, a pressing yeah. game. They play a fast game, and all right, they're in the Austrian league, and maybe it's not the best, but they'll be in Europe. He get European football. I think I go somewhere along that lines if I was loaning them out. But I'm steadfast in what I say yeah. that Ryan okay. Brewster should stay at Liverpool this season because I, be. I, I would genuinely put him on the pitch before Divock Origi every single day of the week and twice yeah. on Sundays. I wouldn't be totally against him going uh, abroad because you know we might get to play a team that's a little bit more similar to Liverpool tactically. But you're talking about sending a, kid, a young kid away as well. Um, it could totally go tits up for him that way. Hmm. It could. Yeah. Uh, Chris Brack saying, oh, look, a kid watching his parents having an argument and trying to not get involved. I think Leeds, Leeds could be a really good uh, option for him. I don't know what Leeds' situation is with strikers. But they have Bamford. They have that boy, yeah. uh, Rodrigo, off 
Valencia for forty million. So I think yeah. they're, they're probably, they're they're probably unlikely. I know, I know, I know. I know. I know. Shawnee is um is dead against the Leeds thing. I think it was Shawnee says to me the other day. Um, he, he was dead against the Leeds thing. There was a reason. If Shawnee's watching, he might type it in there. Paul Hardwick feels that Brewster is um going to Leeds on loan one hundred percent. Um, Eddie and Katie went to Leeds and. He was in and out of the team. Uh, Bamford was getting in ahead of him all the time. I think Bielsa probably prefers to have a, a bigger target man up front and build his um, wide players around. I don't know if Bruce that would really fit. I think Origi would be a better fit there than, than Bruce. And the interesting one for me, if he was getting a Premier League loan, would be somewhere like Brighton because Graham Potter plays interesting. Um, Football. I mean, he's not going to go to a top team because he won't get the minutes. So it's going to be a, a, a struggling team. And I don't know how much of a benefit that would be. But, you know, somewhere like Brighton, where he might get into the team and might get the minutes would be interesting. But it's a very important that if wherever he goes, he plays. Because if he doesn't play, he might as well be at Liverpool learning on the training ground. That's my take on it. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. But we'll, we'll have see. to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see, yeah. Has anyone got any Thiago news before we wrap up? 90% the one. Only 90? I was hoping for a bit more. Is that what Grizz said? It's uh, what I told Grizz to say tonight. You told Grizz to say, yeah. Well, we we, we feel like we have the handbrake on here because the, all this stuff, a bid, our bid's gone in now and this amount of parts and stuff like that. We we told you this two weeks ago. Yeah. We told you clear. this two weeks ago. We told you that we told you that the Bayern wanted thirty. Liverpool were offering twenty two plus four. We said this two weeks ago. Um, we said like, that the board, the Champions League would play out before that and start moving. Yeah. Um, do you know something? It's for me. I think the biggest telling point in all this was Klopp asked about it. And when yeah. Klopp was asked about it, he didn't. He could have just said, "Look, that's not happening. Will you go away and stop?" And he's um, he's not. He's turning around no, and saying, you don't know what telling. to do and you have to check this to stuff five times and stuff like that. And I feel, I don't know, I feel Is it's a delay. was asked six weeks ago? No, this was asked. He was asked. No, he was asked yesterday before. When he was asked six weeks ago, it was a, a, it was a very telling uh, response as well. He, um, he, he didn't deny it at all. And normally Klopp is, is great at playing down a rumour. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 um like from what, what I took from was like if Liverpool have no interest in in Thiago um and he's asked that question he should just go that's not happening I don't know where that's come from end the fucking story he just puts it to bed but he didn't um he he turns around and he says you know we have to check um with what's going on with COVID we have to check what's going on. it's the delaying tactic it's and and the lads on um Shawnee and, and Grizz have spoken about it on this show as well. The, the player quote we have when you put the squad together for the Premier League, you have to have so many homegrown players, so many foreign players, and eight, yeah, and eight, Liverpool eight homegrown players in a squad of twenty five. Yeah, so Liverpool are looking, I think, to turn around and say, right, listen, we need to get rid of A, B, or C, and when we get rid of A, B, or C, we then turn around and we bring in Thiago. I. I I I I flipped on this so many times, but the clock quotes are quite telling for me. Um, and yeah, I think I think it happens. I think it happens. But that the whole talk of of the twenty twenty eight million apart and stuff like that. This was said on this show weeks ago, weeks yeah. ago. So right now, I think it, I think we're being I think we're a bit behind it when it comes to um 
to, to this Thiago news. But as as it stands right now, I'm with Andy. I think it's it's more or less done, and the only thing delaying it is Liverpool just getting that the house in order. Like I seen someone else saying there that um, they should splash the money and getting a bit sick of it. I don't know who it was said it, but you don't do that because if Liverpool come out and sign Thiago, then players they know they need to get rid of someone other yeah. squads and there are other clubs and they come in and go but Gruwich was at 15 and now we're only given 10 do you know what I mean people um, are going rasher about the delay Gav uh, you know there hasn't been a delay the fella's season only start, uh, finished at the weekend and now he's yeah. probably having a little bit of a holiday is there mm. is you know is he not entitled to have a little bit of a break before he comes and does a medical even mm. um, no one's going to be announced at least he's on a plane doing well that's the thing that. Tony Kelly says this is the same news as last week boring no you see Tony, we gave you this stuff last week, and now this news is coming out today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, Thiago so, was, was preparing to, to play in the Champions League final this time last week. So how could anything have possibly moved on since then? Yeah, I mean, it's if you look back, like the the stuff that's coming out has been mentioned on here. You know, we take a lot of stick. We're not Nostradamus or anything here predicting the future. You hear things, you put it out there, and it's what's what's happening you know that the we said it'd be after the champions league we said it'd be you know liverpool are offering this figure Bayern want that figure it'll they'll meet somewhere in the middle all the talk of this there's too much smoke i think here does we've said it in the other shows there's no other club seriously linked with them it's it's liverpool and you're right gav liverpool aren't gonna weaken themselves by just bringing them in and then having to take losses on on grewich on security on even on the likes of Cardius, you know what I mean? Like they, they need to get rid of non homegrown player to bring in another non homegrown player. And that's what they're doing. We'll wait and see. I think it I think it's a done deal myself, but you know, if it doesn't happen, I'm not gonna lose any sleep over it either, by the way, you know. So we're not hanging our hats on uh Thiago signing for Liverpool. If it happens, great. If it doesn't happen, you know, we move on. Yeah. It's my opinion. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think it move on. I think it. I think it will happen. I think everything. I. I think. I think everyone or everything that's going on with regards to this. Someone asked there, what's the news today? If you look up certain publications, there they're starting to report that a deal is close. The clubs are a little bit apart with regards to uh, the valuation. Now, this like this. This was always going to happen this week. You know what I mean? It was always going to happen this week because of the Champions League and clubs, you know, Bayern Munich win it. Listen, Bayern Munich win the fucking Champions League on Sunday. They're not interested in talking to Liverpool on Monday morning about Thiago. You know, give us a couple of days, lads. We're on the lash. That's it, you know, and that's that's as simple as I can put it. Um, Let me see. uh, Let me see. Maverick says, uh, let's give this Thiago stuff a rest. Um, What about other signings we need? Well, we've gone through a few of them. Uh, Maverick, there's um, not many links, you know. There's Liverpool are not going to do a lot of signings, Maverick. I think I'm sure Gavin and Andy probably agree. You know, we we needed a left footed left back. We've done that. Right? People forget we've done that. That's a big hole filled in our squad. We need a centre back. I think we will do that as well. But we're doing Thiago first. I think everything stops for Thiago. Then we'll see a centre back. And as Gav touched on earlier, an attacker like Sar. Maybe at the end of the window, we'll see movement like that, if anything. Because my opinion on that is we're not going to buy an attacker. My opinion on that is if Jaden Sancho doesn't move to Man United, we won't buy an attacker in this window. He does move to Manchester United. Yeah, I know that same Messi does move to Man City and, you know, Thiago does move to Liverpool. But if these things don't happen, Gavin... Oh, then, no. Jaden Sancho goes to Manchester United. They can't lose that much face. 
over the transfer. We heard that tied up in Mykonos and court cases and all this. Yeah, well, things. listen, uh, Harry Maguire is doing interviews now saying he won't apologise. He um, feared for his life, apparently. Yeah, he feared for his life. And uh, he if he just apologises, he's he's off the hook, but he said he's not, so <laughs> that's the crack, isn't it? Um, but that's all I have. That's all I have. Um, people have asked what was Grizz's news. You know, I just spoke to Grizz today about um, Thiago. We're always talking about it. Grizz just turned around and said, Cav, listen, the last thing I told you two weeks ago was was that, and that's what's coming out now. And he just turned around and said, oh, he, he still firmly believes it will absolutely happen. I've seen something else saying there's been a 10-day limit put on it. I don't believe that for a second either. But um, no. on Sancho, I think um, I, I think I think they're absolutely definitely going to get Sancho. They can't walk away from that deal now. They really can't because they they've been they've been quoted 120 million for Sancho, and any other target they go now will be a case of well, you had a hundred for him, so we want something close to a hundred for for their player now, regardless of who they go for. So we'll have to wait yeah. and see. One of the things Grace said is, you know, if you're reading, a lot of the journalists are starting to come out with the stuff that we've, not that we've said, you know, but that's been, we've been steadfast in our opinions about with regards to the Thiago news. And we've now got a lot of the Liverpool-based journalists are starting to drip out that, you know, Liverpool are interested. Whereas last week, Liverpool weren't interested. They, it wasn't a position they were going for. Now they're starting to come around and they're saying the same sort of things, you know. So it'll be very interesting, you know, when when a bid goes in and we start to see movement on it, I think it'll happen. It'll be a Fabinho job. It'll just be a picture of him in the Liverpool kit done there and there and then. It'll be very quickly done. Won't be dragged out. No, I don't think so either. We're at 382 likes. If anyone wants to rattle up there and get us near that 400 before very we finish up. You know, we're close to, we don't think we make 600, Gav, but, you know, we could do 400 if people just hit uh, that 776. Did we not do 500 and something? Uh, we don't do 500 and something during the night, yeah. Yeah, and there was yeah. the same amount of people watching, so um, yeah, I don't know what the crack is. Maybe just hit the like button before, maybe people don't like going out and hitting like and coming back in. I don't know, when they're in the live chat. But I don't, yeah. Maybe just hit the like button before you come in, even if we just come on and talk about how long you should cook chips for usually that's what happens when Andy's here um, yeah. the two dislikes is normal um, Chris <laughs> put the mockers on us because we've now got three. Oh, it's gone up to three. someone will take that ball back um, yeah. so it uh, people don't like when we look for likes we always get a rush on the, the thumbs down when we mention oh, we're yeah, over 402 yeah. likes now so oh, right. oh, it's a little bit more respectable it's a little bit more respectable that's, it. that's right. it but look I think we'll call that a night lads Um yeah. Andy, it's been a pleasure having you for this hour and a half, uh, torturous hour and a half that you've had to stick with us on transfers. Thank no, you very much for joining no. us. Looking very smart, good. looking dapper. I, must I, love, said. I love the way he um, turned his camera off and then just made loads of noise in his kitchen. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then come back. <laughs> Why didn't you just mute himself and walk off? <laughs> yeah, when you when you stop your candles and that make you go on mute now. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Unfortunately, it doesn't. Lesson learned. No, Lesson no. learned. Look, no. I have to leg it in and get me charger. Ah, for the laptop. Yeah, sixty-seven percent on your laptop apparently isn't enough to do a show that lasts an hour and thirty-three minutes. Okay, there you well, go. Again, another lesson learned. That's what we offer oh. advice. So, anyone listening. There you go, 67% danger zone. Gav, thank you very much for jumping in there an hour an hour ago. Seems Good. like we're only jumping in for the end of it. Yeah, I said I'd jump in for the second half, and it turns out I jumped in for two thirds. But um, 
Uh, Kieran Thorne says, Day Trippers, please plug Jamie Webster's album. Um, that album is out. I think it's gone to number one in the iTunes charts, is it? It's uh, LA, LA on it. Oh, don't mention no. football music on it. Um, I was seeing uh, he was, he was, I think he was uh, tweeted there today, it was slipping out of the top 10. So people wouldn't mind. Uh, you Even know, for four ninety nine is pretty good, pretty good deal, yeah. isn't it? Is that how much it is? Yeah. All right. Four ninety nine. That's if you go the traditional um, iTunes route, or else you know you could you could have a Spotify subscription. You could listen to those album loads on Spotify, and you'd get a cut out of that as well. So yeah. okay. whatever way, it'd be good to support um, Jamie Webster. Yeah, I think I it's think like he's. Fun a club affiliate at this stage even though he, he looks to move himself away from that which is fair enough but you know support him if you can give his stuff a listen it's good I like LA 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 so you know it's I just lucky okay. I mean it's a bit like Spider-Man and uh, what, what's the sort of I don't know what's coming here now <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, what, when he's in the office working as a journalist Peter Parker Superman Peter Parker yeah no that's Clark Kent yeah, but he's walking in the Parker. office, isn't he? Yeah, but I prefer the Spider-Man and uh, Peter Parker analogy. Right. Right, That's a bit like Jamie Webster. When he's when he's up on top, top of a rooftop singing a lay lay Spider-Man. But, you know, his day job uh, at the end of the day is, is writing and creating good music. And uh, Peter Parker, I'm sure, is a very good journalist. So yeah. support, support the both of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very good analogy. I didn't know where you were going with that. But so like do I, do I have do I have to um do I have to buy this album and then go on to Sky and buy Super Spider Man? <laughs> just <laughs> make you sure you don't just do Spider Man. You know, yeah, right. buy the album. Make sure you get the album in. It so just means it just means buy the album, but still go to Boss Nights. All right, yeah. fair enough. Boss Nights is where you see the superhero shit. All right. And, that, you know, that's where you see all Andy and his mates, all the top yeah. reds. Yeah, up the up top the front, throwing a hell everywhere. Up the yeah. front, throwing your boxers up at Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> spit on me, Jamie. Spit on me. Yeah. No, listen. Whoa. In all in all seriousness, in all fairness, the the lad, he, you know, he's brought out an album and and forget yeah. forget the football Liverpool stuff. Fan. He's yeah, he's a Liverpool yeah. fan. He's put out an album. Go and buy it. Four ninety nine is really good though. I have to say. Yeah. Fair, Fair play. Someone says that Peter Parker is actually a photographer. I wasn't sure. Oh, probably a side job. It's probably a side gig. Right. Yeah. I thought he was a journalist. Who yeah. said that? Chris Braxley? Yeah. Jesus, relax, Chris. What an outburst. Yeah, outrageous. Scandalous outburst. But okay. anyway, we, we were wrapping that up five minutes ago and we're still going on now. We're in a tangent. So we'll we let the, the good listeners go. Um Lads, it's been a pleasure. We've been the LFC Day Trippers Transfer Agenda Show, and we'll bid you all good night. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. 
The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. Sports Social Podcast Network.